Hello, 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 and welcome to episode four of Home Away from Dome. Home. Away. From. Dome. I really shouldn't just, I shouldn't say the name, because uh, Lindsay will just add in that cool sound effect she made. So, next time. I know I'm only 15 seconds into the episode, and could have easily stopped now and started a new episode, but I'm not going to do that, because I'm so excited about today's episode. Uh, episode four of Under the Dome, Outbreak. Um, yeah, this is going to be very on topic for the theme of the podcast. Uh, Chester's Mill has a mysterious, con- uh, very contagious, potentially lethal disease uh, circula- uh, circulating through the dome, and we're going to see how they handle it. Um, a lot of this podcast is about comparing the dome to social distancing, but uh, in this episode, I was sort of hoping that we would get to see Um, how Chester's Mill handles the early stages of an epidemic uh, when it's a lot more containable. Um, I was not super impressed by their strategy, and I don't think it would have worked in uh, reality, Um, but we'll we'll get there as as we go. Um, As an aside, so this episode is called Outbreak. Um, I know that on Netflix, the top movie for ages is uh, Contagion or something. I think it's like a Matt Damon disease movie, but um, Outbreak is also the name of a movie where uh, a mysterious disease that uh, comes from a monkey or something um i don't know it's a good movie my uh, one of my recommendations all right let's get to the recap all right so all is not well in the shumway house Uh, so barbie and julia there's still a bit of tension um considering that barbie is this strange man who uh, is just in her house. Um, last episode, Julia found a map that Barbie had, uh, a map of the town, which doesn't really uh, vibe with Barbie's thing that he's never been here before. You know this town pretty well for someone who's just passing through. Um, Barbie continues to never answer questions. Um, yeah. Anyway, so a little bit of stress forming there. Um, but then we cut over to the uh, side of the dome, uh, one of the sides of the dome. I guess a dome only has one side, um, which is stupid, but um, that's not an issue with the dome. That's just a geometry issue. So the military is leaving. Um, I think that the military in this thing is a, is very cold. Um, I know that there's not a lot you can say to the people in the dome, but you could like you could easily have somebody there and say things like, hey, it's going to be okay. Just like write that down or like we're trying our best. Um, but instead, the military just sort of drives off into the sunset. Um, doesn't say anything. They just leave. Why is the military leaving? We're American citizens. The military is supposed to protect us. Uh, the people of Chester's Mill are, are quite upset. Somebody spray-painted on the wall, please don't leave. Um, did not work, unfortunately. They, they did leave. Might have been don't leave us, but anyway. Um, and then the, what's it called? They started rioting. Um, basically, it, it looked like the fight was going to break out. Uh, Linda came to the rescue. Everybody, listen! I understand that you're angry, but I'm going to ask you to disperse. Uh, she almost pulled a gun on the crowd. Uh, Big Jim then comes to calm people down. We all want to know when this thing's coming down, but this is not helping! Um, Reverend Coggins does the opposite and tries to rile people up. God is not here. He is master! And you will bend to his will. It seems now he has a much more sincere faith in God. Um, like just a few episodes earlier, he was joking like, oh, all according to God's plan. But um, 
now he is playing the role uh the different one night note role of um apocalyptic doomsayer who's saying that the dome is god's plan um it's 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 just a little spoiler but this isn't god's plan um and in our scenario it also isn't god's plan it's my plan (laughs) um but anyway um so it, it gets a little heated. Um, Linda manages to calm people down and then immediately collapses um, due to some mysterious illness. Um, by the way, in the previous scene, Julia had a headache um, and she had taken all of her headache medication. So, you know, we're going to start running out of medicine pretty soon. Um, oh, before we leave the riot, um, so the not-shot homophobe from the last episode, um, he seems to be becoming a pretty regular background guy so i'm gonna maybe maybe i'll learn his name for next episode back away ollie ollie mr densmore um but he asks jim government's left us here to rot you're a councilman Rennie. why should we trust you what a compliment to a town councilor assuming that they are on the same level as the federal uh, state government like I don't know. If I was Big Jim, I would be very flattered thinking that he was anywhere in the same echelon of decision-making uh, or that the, those people even knew who Big Jim was. Um, <laughs> Big Jim answers it by saying that he, they're outside, he's inside, you know, which is true. Like, But it's another way of saying that Big Jim is nowhere... I would, I would not call him the government, um, even if he is Chester's Mill, uh, Chester Mill's top ranking official <laughs> anyway um so next time we check in with junior and angie so they're still um you know kidnapped or being kidnapped um junior brings her some comfortable clothes um but also brings her her prom dress uh, that was the first thing they ever danced together in um i sort of think like he brought the comfortable clothes as to get like a free pass for bringing the prom dress i don't know when she would ever put on that prom dress in that sketchy uh bunker it probably already is gross just from going inside um but anyway he brings it down um she's she acts like impressed and you know she's trying to fool him into a sense of security you're starting to act like the old angie i knew before the dome came down i think you're getting better um i didn't mention it last episode she actually took a pair of scissors that was lying around um and in this episode she stabs junior in the back um very symbolic junior done nothing but try to help her and you know get stabbed in the back um anyway junior i think he does get stabbed or he somehow grabs it i don't know but it, he brushes it off like it's nothing um grabs the scissor out of her hand he gets a little hand cut um and then just sort of puts her down on the bed uh, and says like you're not better you're just pretending please i won't forget about everything just just let me out you can leave whenever you're ready but not before um so updated fighters list barbie still number one winner the dome still in second place junior third place um but he's moving closer to second that's he he just got his first win up against angie ko um and he was heavily disadvantaged he did not have a scissor blade um Andy moves down to fourth place. Um, Peter Shumway is still in fifth. Um, for those of you wondering, Peter Shumway, I doubt he's ever going to move out of fifth. Just, just wait, you know, he, the actor shows up in this episode. There's always stuff you can do. 
Um, let's see. So Julia's still trying to figure out what happened to her husband and what but what does Barbie have to do with it? Uh, I'm Julia Shumway. I'm the editor of the weekly. Oh, yeah, I recognize your voice. You're the lady that's been doing the news on the radio. She stumbles upon DJ Phil, who has her husband's car. Phil Bushy, the DJ you work with at the station. And she's like, hey, why do you have my car? And, and DJ Phil is like, uh, your husband sold it to me. Oh, no, my meningitis. I feel like crap. And then he collapses. Um... DJ Phil's also very sick, uh, just like Julia, just like Linda, just like most of the town. Uh, that takes us to the hospital where um, everybody is now congregating. Um, now, an interesting thing about the dome is they have no doctors anymore. Uh, one doctor, if you remember, was Peter Shumway, who was murdered. Uh, one doctor was out of town when the dome came down, and the other doctor drove his car into the dome, I, I assume in some uh, accident. We're fresh out of doctors. Look, one of them's on vacation in Vail. The other one drove his Porsche right into the dome. Dr. Shumway is MIA. So they had three doctors. Now they're all out. So they just have, like, a few nurses and a hospital. Um, luckily, we find out that uh, Alice, uh, Nori's mother, uh, she is a... She's a psychiatrist, but she did her internship in medicine. So she's going to take over the leading the medical efforts in this episode. Um, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody says, I don't know, it could be the flu. Which I thought was fun. Uh, under the Dome, very predictive of, uh, you know, what how people are going to react in the real world. So, the logistics here is sort of crazy. Like, so they do run into an issue that uh, the rest of the world is running into right now. They run out of protective gear, you know, masks and gloves. Um, and as we've seen, that is a big issue in epidemics. Um, I don't think that Chester's Mill was properly prepared, though. Like, we are on day three. First of all, all three of their doctors are dead, so they're on low staff. It looks like like a pretty small facility, um, and there haven't been infectious diseases really until today. Like there wasn't a super need for it, so they couldn't last three days on their supply. Um, I don't know. It, it it just seems very uh, poorly stocked. I think this would have happened even if the dome didn't come down, but. Anyway, they're already out of protective gear. Uh, I'll need a mask and gloves before I examine them. We're out of both. Oh, I just figured it out. They didn't want to make the main characters wear masks, because you never want to do that in a TV show, because you can't hear what people are saying. Okay. So that's why they did it. That's man, dumb, but whatever. They're out of protective gear. It's been three days. <laughs> they're run out. Um, here, this is another thing. This is a comment Lindsay made that's great. Um, so Chester's Mill, spoiler alert, they, they beat this thing in an episode, um, just like every problem. Um, and they do it by doing the opposite of flattening the curve. They actually fill up the hospital to max capacity all at once. Because for some weird reason, um, everybody in town gets sick at the same time and then goes to the hospital and then they're all in one place. Um, their plan of beating the uh, illness, which they determine is meningitis, um, is to get everybody in the same room and then have Junior hold a shotgun. Go inside, guard the door, make sure no one gets out. Like a quarantine? And tell them they can't leave the room and then they'll just treat them all. What? Now notice this plan wouldn't make it, this, this plan wouldn't work if there were people outside of the hospital who were sick and still spreading it to people. Um, and there's no reason why that shouldn't be the case, but uh, apparently they're all in the hospital and it works. So that's why I was a bit disappointed with this episode. Um, 
like extrapolating that to our real world we would have needed everybody to get sick at the same time go to the hospital and then um we'll just i don't know lock it down with uh junior rennie or james as he likes to be called in this episode um putting it on lockdown so i, I don't know it, it just seemed infeasible in a in a show with a magic dome this seemed this stuck out to me Anyway, so that's sort of the plan. Junior's going to hold down the base. Uh, they also need biotic er, biotics. Yeah, let's play some Mass Effect here. Uh, they need antibiotics. So they need antibiotics. Um, so they send out uh, Big Jim and uh, Barbie to go to the pharmacy to get more antibiotics because the hospital's out. It's been three days, so they're they're this hospital was just horribly stocked. But whatever, it's it's a small hospital. I get that. So they go to the so they're doing that. Junior's holding down the fort. Linda is dying of meningitis. Uh, same with Phil. Um, trying to name the whole cast. Um, Nori and Joe are learning, are being evaluated because they've had so many seizures. Is everything normal? Nope. You're a mutant, like Wolverine. You know X-Men? I know a lot of stuff. Uh, Alice and Carolyn are sort of running the hospital. Um, Dottie doesn't show up in this episode. Dottie, don't go. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think that's mostly it. Oh, and Julia's trying to figure out uh, what's going on. I think that he knows where Peter is, where my husband is. I just need to talk to him. Even though she is deathly ill, and there's no real time restriction to any of this. You, you could argue that she needs to find her husband, who's a doctor, who could help things out. The town's out of doctors. She could use your husband. I don't know. I, I think even Julia has to realize he's probably dead, or just not in the dome. Like, I don't think he's hiding away... I don't know. Like, if your husband ran away from you, and let's assume that he's not dead, he just he just booked town, do you think he would move into a house in the same town? Especially the small rural town of Chester's Mill where everybody knows your name and you are one of three local doctors. Like, I don't know. It just seems silly to me. Um, and he would most likely have been found. But anyway, she wants to find her husband and will die doing it. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so Linda's, um, really got the meningitis, um, and she meets her third grade, uh, teacher, um, who's there, and she says, You're an amazing teacher. Oh, you're a terrible student. Um, so bad cop, bad student, sort of makes sense. Um, anyway, uh, for anybody who's, with, who's ever seen a TV show before, you can tell that this third grade teacher that got brought in, um, and never mentioned before this episode is going to die of meningitis and they will be the only death uh shown on camera those people are supposed to die um so what what a shame um at, at one point linda is uh basically unconscious and she's just very sick but still conscious and the nurse walks in the room and says like that they both need antibiotics and they're like okay well how many do we have left and they go just one and it's it's just like have that conversation outside like, like the school teacher goes, Linda the medicine. But you know, like she didn't want to have to say that. Like nobody wants to be the. You don't make the patients decide. Like I don't know. Like imagine if you walked into the room and there was just like, um, well, we have one kidney and you both need it. I'm gonna leave the room and then uh, we'll figure out who gets it. Like very unprofessional. Maybe that's why they don't have any gear. They just don't know what they're doing. Um. 
Yeah, I put I put down a note just talking, clarifying that the meningitis epidemic. Um, one thing that this episode sort of does is they treat meningitis like um, a very easy to solve uh, disease. Like um, you just give them antibiotics and then they're good. Um, I was looking at the fatality rates for it. Um, even fully treated, it it's like a fifteen percent death rate. Yeah, but they don't they don't, they don't really address that. It, basically, anybody who gets antibiotics is a okay, and uh, we're just gonna move on from that. And you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, no need for more doom and gloom. You know. Um, so back to the bunker. Um, so Angie. Uh, fiddled around with stuff, hit a pipe, and now is slowly, I guess, drowning to... Basically, the pipe is flooding the bunker. Um, I think they would have loved to have a scene where, like, the water is up to her neck or something, and, like, you know, she's right up against the ceiling, and... uh, But, you know, they they couldn't do that. They didn't build a set that does that. So the water goes up to her thigh, I guess. Uh, Not even her knees, really. Um... And I guess the angle they're going for is she's very cold, um, which, you know, it's less exciting, but I get it. Like, she, she's dressed in very uncomfortable clothes. Um, she, she should have really put on the clothes Junior got her as, like, an additional layer. That would have been funny if it cuts to, like, her inner prom dress over her, like, tattered jeans and uh, all that jazz. But anyway, um, that's, that's, uh, that's them. Uh, basically, she's just screaming for Junior's help for the whole episode. Um, Junior has his own stuff going on. Uh, so when Barbie and Big Jim leave to go find antibiotics, uh, Junior is put in charge. They give him a shotgun, and he stands at the door and walks up in and says, The clinic is now closed. No one leaves. You understand? No one. Uh, which is completely terrifying. Um, yeah, because that's how they beat the epidemic, is that nobody's allowed to leave the clinic. So they do have shots of, like, paramedics coming in and out, which I don't really get, but wh- whatever. Um, also, I thought more people were immune to meningitis. Like, they act like it's only, like, like Joe and Nori are fine, I think, because they're younger, and Junior went away to college, and apparently you get vaccinated when you go away to college. Um, and Barbie's okay because he was in the military. They don't explain why Big Jim doesn't get it, but I guess not everybody needs to get it, but I don't know. Sort of weird. So they get to the pharmacy to find all the antibiotics, and they're not there. Somebody took them all. Uh, they randomly guess that it's Reverend Coggins because he has a big car. And with a hall that size, there's no way they're getting away on foot, so we're looking for a truck or a van or a hearse. Uh, and they were right. It was him, um, and he's throwing it all into a fire. His wrath burns like fire because that's that's what he does now uh, this is god's plan to kill people um i don't know it, it just reminds me of that old uh joker story i don't know um about a guy you know drowning at sea and then um a boat comes to help him and he goes no don't worry about me god god will save me and then a plane comes to get him and then oh don't worry about me god will save me then he dies, and then he's like, God, what the heck? And it's like, I sent you a boat. I sent you a plane. It's like, I don't know. Like, they had the medicine in town. Um, nobody said you had to burn it all. It's God's plan. But uh, that's uh, that's what Reverend Coggins was uh, feeling like. Um, the people in the clinic, for no real reason, uh, want to leave. Um, it feels like it's been 20 minutes. 
Um, so they try to bum rush Junior, and they say they, you can't stop all of us, which is totally true. Uh, Junior gets overwhelmed and shoots the ceiling uh, by mistake, it seems like, and then they all freak out and go back to their seats. And it's like, what were you expecting? Like, that was the best case scenario. You run at him, he misses his shot, and then you just tackle him. But whatever. Um, Linda comes in and watches as Junior says uh, this very heartwarming speech about how... Because I live here, and I'm one of you. We've got to fight through this thing together. And then he leaves the shotgun at the door and walks away, implying that he trusts the room not to leave. I don't think it was a smart idea to leave your shotgun. Like, leaving the room, that's a cool move. Um, probably don't want to give anybody in town who wants it a shotgun, especially people who are about to bum rush you. But anyway, Linda's super impressed. If you told me yesterday that the idea of Junior Rennie brandishing a shotgun would be reassuring, <laughs> I don't know. Laugh my head off. This junior guy, he's got leadership abilities. Now, here's an interesting question uh, that's raised. Um, Barbie starts talking to Phil, and we learned a bit more about the Peter Shumway scenario. So Barbie was an enforcer. He worked for a bookie. DJ Phil was one of the people who gambled and uh, would have to pay up. And same with Peter Shumway. Um, and apparently... Peter had been talking to Phil about like how to find a hitman. So I, I I honestly don't remember any of this, but I feel like they're leading towards Peter Shumway might have in like an almost suicide by cop type of way. He might have done like a suicide by Barbie um, to get life insurance. I don't know. Uh, we're gonna find that out. But um, while this is all going on, Joe and Nori uh, they hold hands and uh, trigger another seizure. It's pretty simple. Um, they record it this time, and <laughs> while they're doing it, Joe sits up during his seizure, looks at the camera that's recording it, and does a shh uh, like motion, implying, um, don't tell anybody, or as Joe interprets it. Maybe we're not supposed to tell anyone. Why not? Wake up. Because the dome doesn't want us to. It's really dumb uh i don't know why the dome wants them to do this in the first place uh but also like oh, i really this is one of the few moments I, I wish this wasn't a podcast because the picture of him doing that is just so creepy and funny anyway oh man i, I wrote down in my notes that barbie isn't just mr steal your girl he's mr steal your wife and then your life <laughs> but yeah, I don't know where to, where I was really planning on talking about that, but I'm glad I was able to fit that in. Now, at the end of the episode, two big events happen in the Junior and Angie storyline. First off, Junior is deputized by Linda. Uh, everybody was really impressed with how he only fired a shotgun once and didn't kill anybody. Duke always said, the greatest weapon we have as police is a good heart. So now he is an acting police officer. So... Uh, now we are at three dead police officers, two crazy police officers, one of them dead, and Linda, the team lead. I'm just, I'm just doing my job. Um, but yeah, so Ch Chester's Mill is in, in for, a, a, in for, I don't even know. I forget, I don't, the next episode seems to be focused on the police department, so we'll, we'll see how Junior does. Um, meanwhile... 
Angie started screaming into the pipe because I think she was tired of being wet. Like, there was no chance she was going to drown in there. But, uh, and Big Jim in his kitchen sort of looks at his sink and he's like, oh, and why is my sink screaming at me? So he goes down into the bunker and he sees Angie there. And that's how the episode ends. It's just them seeing each other. So we're going to find out what happens with Angie. Is she going to get free? Is Big Jim going to let her go? Uh, what's Junior going to do as a cop? Has meningitis officially cycled through the town and it's going to leave? I'm scared. What if the dome lasts forever? All of that we're going to find out next episode. Um, yeah, so I didn't really want to focus this episode on sort of the pros and cons of like our dome versus social distancing because the issue of the episode is an epidemic and my magic dome keeps the epidemic out so we don't have to worry about that um, and there weren't too many other issues that I think are generic enough that came up in this episode um, I don't think we have to worry about uh, hitmen killing your husband and then living with you which is the main issue or the kidnapping um, I guess kidnapping kidnapping is an issue that I think will happen in the new dome um, because there's no law and nobody knows where anybody is um, and it, and it is interesting because you wouldn't be going to school, you wouldn't be going to work. It's a lot tougher to tell where people are. Um, maybe maybe we'd want to enforce like a mandatory Zoom check-in. Um, of course, Zoom wouldn't work, but you know, whatever. Maybe maybe we'll set something up. Anyway, um, that's episode four. Uh, it's probably one of the shorter episodes for me. Um, but yeah, hope you all enjoyed, and uh, see you next week in uh, Chester's Mill. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Lindsay. Uh, I am bursting into this podcast to do a surprise segment called Lindsay's Favorite Out of Context Clip. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to play you an out of context clip with no context and you're all going to enjoy it. Hopefully. <laughs> I do. So here we go. We should film it. Here, get on the floor. All right, but if you pee your pants, just know there will be video evidence. Same goes for you. And that was your out of context clip. So, hope you enjoyed it.